and welcome to Prayer in the Word. This is episode 16. My name is Matthew Bryant. Thanks for listening today. You're about to listen into a recording done for my church, Village Baptist Church in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and we're working through a series on praying through Philippians. Today I'm going to unpack Philippians uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and look at how that not only informs our prayer, but how God's Word and the truth of His Word informs the priority of our prayer life. Hey, and before we get started, let me go ahead and remind you that I've recently completed my book, How to Pray, 15 Days to a More Biblical, Joyful, and Consistent Prayer Life. Uh, if you'd like to get a copy of that, you can go over to Amazon.com, type in How to Pray, Matthew Bryant. It'll come up there. You can get it as a Kindle or a paperback. It's a great introduction to just some practical ways that you can increase uh, and improve your prayer life with some simple steps, really some simple small things that you can do to make a big difference in your prayer life today. Um, so I encourage you to over there, check that out. You can also go to my blog, matthewcbryant.com, to get other helpful resources. Thanks for joining us. Let's go ahead and jump over to the recording now. Hey, and welcome back to Praying Through Philippians. Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm excited about today. We're going to take a, a closer look at Philippians 1 through 4. And uh, what I've got is my Bible open here in front of me. I hope you've got yours. I want to model praying with an open Bible, seeing how Philippians 2, 1 through 4, not only um, instructs us on how to pray, but really and gives us words to pray back to God, you know, using God's Word to pray, praying with an open Bible. But it also instructs us on what is the priority of our prayers. And so we're going to unpack this text together, do a little bit of study, and look at how this shapes the priorities of our prayer. Um, so looking at verse 1, it says this, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, any encouragement in Christ, comfort from love, participation in the Spirit, affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, doing nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, in humility, count others more significant than yourselves, and let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, it's not here on the screen, but I also want to call this to your attention as I've got my Bible open here. I'm reminded to to include and, and, and draw your attention to verse 5, because verse 5 is so key to understanding this text. And verse 5 tells us that this mind is ours in Christ Jesus. And so uh, we don't have this, right? We don't have this unity of mind. We don't have this selflessness and humility of uh, apart from Christ working in and through us. And so, uh, you know, Paul's encouragement to them is to remember that these things are in Christ. And so, uh, uh, you know, my dad used to say things to me like sometimes, you know, if you're my son, you're going to do this, right? Some of you may have had that talk from your parents, you know, hey, if, if you're going to be a part of this family, you are going to do this. And so this if here is not Paul doubting if there's any encouragement in Christ. It, it's, it's emphasizing the fact that there is encouragement in Christ. And because there is, right, remember because this mind is yours in Christ, 
have this mind among yourselves, right? So this, in verse 5, have this mind is reflexive, have this mind, the mind back here. Because what it goes on to do is, is, is describe the, uh, how Christ modeled this for us in his life, death, and resurrection. And so, uh, but nonetheless, we're to look back on verse 5 and say, hey, this right here, this unity of mind, this uh, doing nothing from selfish ambition but in humility, this humility of spirit, and then this selflessness, looking not only to our own interests but the interests of others, that only comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You, you don't do these things to get Christ. You do these things because of Christ working in and through you. It's in his power. So how does this text, though, inform our prayers? One of the things I like to do is to use a, a model of prayer I learned from Daniel Henderson, his 4-4 pattern of prayer. Uh, it's based on the Lord's Prayer, Hallowed Be Thy Name. So the first uh, upward stroke is reverence. So let me just ask you, thinking about this text, what are the things that we can uh, uh, worship God for? That's really what reverence is looking at here is, well, how do we worship God because of this um, uh, this text? Well, first off, I could worship God, say, God, I want to thank you for the encouragement I have in Christ. God, thank you for the comfort that I have from your love. God, I want to thank you for the participation I get to have in the Spirit. Lord, the affection and sympathy that I get from, from being in Christ. I want to thank you and praise you for those things. God, I deserve none of those things. And these mindsets that come next, God, the unity of mind, the humility, the selflessness, I don't have these things on my own. I, I can't do them. God, it's only in you. And that's a response. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So it's a downward response. So this 4-4 pattern, it follows a sort of a, a musical 4-4 pattern of, of upward, downward, inward, outward. And so that's where you get this 4-4 pattern from. And so now the downward would be, you know, God, because of having this mind in Christ, because of the encouragement I have in Christ, because of the comfort from your love, because of participation in your spirit, God, help me to have the same mind and same love and humility with my brothers and sisters in Christ. So God, in a time when things are so divisive, there's so much polarization going on, we realize and see, God, the solution to this is the gospel message. It's not going to be through uh, the uh, story of Matthew Bryant, but it's the story of Christ that opens up my eyes to the unity of mind that I can have with brothers and sisters in Christ. And God, I, I don't have the same mind with my brothers and sisters, but in you I can have that same mind. I can have that mind in Christ. And God, apart from you, I want to seek my own way. I don't care to seek the interests of others. I care to seek my own interests. And I'm not humble. I'm prideful. I'm arrogant. But God, because of your comfort and love, because of the participation in your spirit, God, I need your help to live this out, God. I can only do this in you. And so, after you've responded to who God is in his word, his encouragement that we, we see in Christ, the comfort of his love, the participation in the spirit, you see the we can now go before the Lord with daily requests. And, you know, maybe you just want to take some time now. You might want to even pause the podcast or pause the video and just pray and say, God, what is that need? What's that cry of your heart right now? What daily bread concerns do you have? What 
concerns for forgiveness do you have? I know when I read this text, when I read uh, Philippians 2, 4, 2, 1 through 4, there is no shortage of need of forgiveness. I am so convicted at how I have not been of one mind with brothers and sisters, have not been um, having that same love and affection. I've I've been arrogant and prideful. I've been self-interested. And so, God, there's so much need for forgiveness, and I want to confess that to you. My attitude of entitlement, my attitude of, of uh, pride, my attitude of, of self-interest, and, and God, please forgive me for those. I confess those to you as sinful, wicked, and evil, Lord. And Lord, would you create in me a new heart, God? Because, Lord, all that you've done for me in Christ, Lord, I confess this sin to you. And know, God, that your uh, your promise is true. God, that you uh, that you uh, you confesses our sin, Lord, uh, will be forgiven. And God, I pray for that, Lord, that you bring that healing and wholeness in Christ. And so uh, now we move to a time of readiness. Maybe maybe this readiness, as you see, there's so many um, opportunities for us to pursue self-interest and maybe it's readiness that we need to be seeking that is it's walking in a manner worthy of the gospel as Philippians uh, 1 27 Paul calls the church to uh, walk in a manner worthy of the gospel and so maybe it's God I, ha- I pray that you would help me now to walk in this manner that's worthy of the gospel and so when these opportunities come to pursue self-interest God may I be ready uh, with blood-bought, spirit-empowered effort to fight for uh, the interest of my brother and sister in Christ. And Lord, that that would all be to the praise and glory of your name and for the expansion of the gospel, the glory of the name of Christ through all the earth. pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. Hey, um, I hope this 4-4 method is helpful for you as you look at reverence, response, request, and readiness. So that 4-4 pattern of hallowed be thy name and as the reverence, thy kingdom come, thy will be done is the response. Give us this day our daily bread and then Lord forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have uh, sinned against us or trespassed against us. That's a request. And then lead us not temptation is the readiness. I get this from Daniel Henderson. He leads Strategic Renewal. You can find out more about him and his ministry at strategicrenewal.com. And for more on the Village Baptist Church, I encourage you to go to thevillagebc.church. We'd love to see you on a Thursday night for our worship service on Thursday night at Riley Road. That's at 6.30 p.m. Also, we'd love to see you on Sunday mornings at our McPherson campus at 9.30 and 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings. For more on our locations and service times and other things going on at the Village Baptist Church, once again, go to thevillagebc.church. This has been Matthew Bryant doing this recording in response to the Praying Through Philippians. Hope that you'll join us back next week as we continue to walk through the book of Philippians together, learning to see how Philippians can give us so much in regards to how we can pray and have our our prayers informed by the truths of Scripture, but also have those priorities of our prayers realigned in accordance with God's Word and His will. Thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.
Hey, thanks for joining us today on Prayer in the Word. I hope it was helpful for you as we continue through this series, Philippians, and praying through Philippians. Hey, if you don't want to miss an episode, go ahead and subscribe on whatever I, uh, Apple podcast or Spotify, whatever your podcast streaming service is. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, do me a favor. Could you leave us a review? That'd be really helpful for us. Let us know how this was for you. And uh, if you want to leave me a comment or send me a message, you can go to MatthewCBryant.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to my author blog there. You can also get more information about my book, How to Pray, 15 Days to a More Biblical, Joyful, and Consistent Prayer Life. Be grateful to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening in. Can't wait to see you back next time.